Bruce Lawn. Abba and Preach recently referenced me in one of their videos, a, a meticulous surgical takedown of pearly things. And my name came up. And so I decided that uh, it would be appropriate to take a look at the clip, what they said exactly. Uh, I have to give you guys a heads up to... Had your kids. Had your wife. Explicit. 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 Uh, just pearly things. Surgical takedown was spectacular, if I may say so myself. But uh, they were specifically talking about how just pearly things in her quote-unquote conservative Christian values just assumes that men will cheat and women should just deal with it. They get onto the topic of adultery and what does the scripture say about it, okay? And so I'm going to play you guys the tail end of it, and then we're going to kind of ease into it, okay? So they start talking about that, and then my name comes up. So check this out. How are you going to educate your kids in terms of respecting themselves and respecting their dynamic? How are you as a Christian woman going to educate your children in that life while at the same time doing something that's complete as one of the worst sins in Christianity? So that's Abba's claim here. Abba's claim is adultery, cheating, is one of the worst sins in Christianity, okay? Sorry, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. But anyways, if I'm being good faith, that's what I think she might have meant. I wouldn't say worst sin, but whatever. I mean, it's one of the only sins for which you can break your marriage. I mean, it's not one of the worst sins. No? No. Why not? It's not. If it's one of the only things that you can do to break a marriage, how would you say it's not the worst thing? Because you can you can do a lot in a marriage. Yeah, because it didn't happen. It's not sin is not necessarily inherently, inherently within the marriage. There's other sins that exist, right? And the worst sin, I believe, is killing yourself. Yes, that's an interesting, uh, interesting statement there. Okay, we're, and we're gonna go and we're gonna examine what, what what the truth really is here. So, but let me let me let them flesh this out. That, that is one of the worst. Okay, you don't say adultery is in the top five? I don't know. Okay, but is I, adultery? I think murder is worse. Top five. There's sevens, nigga. Like, stop. No, no. There's, there's, there's seven deadly sins. Adultery and, is considered a, a great sin. It's a great sin, but it's just seven main sins. There's seven. This is what it says. In so Genesis top, 2, 20, it says, maintaining a primary bond with one spouse is essential. Failing to hold one spouse at the most important human relationship is the beginning of problems. That's according to Genesis. But there's a New Testament and the Old <laughs> I love There's a few things I find more interesting than Abba and Preach arguing about the bible can we get more of this gentlemen please this is great old testament okay, okay. if a man be found lying with a woman married to a husband <laughs> mm -hmm. then both of them shall die according to genesis that's in the old testament this is leviticus my, my, my nigga my nigga I, 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 I don't know bible stuff that's not your lane hey, hey. i would never step on quran hey, shit hey. that's not your lane hey, hey, hey. listen listen i don't be stepping on quran shit the muslims get mad okay listen leviticus sounds kind of fine leviticus leviticus Genesis, all them niggas. That's, that's, they sound kind of the Old Testament. If a man be found lying with a woman old, married to Old Testament, nigga. Okay, you know what? My Christians. I, I said top five. There's seven deadly sins, nigga. There's seven, but there's more sins beyond that. I said, is it one of the most serious ones? And you said no. No, it's not. It's okay, not. okay. We have a we have a biblical oh, se seven. Hey, Ruslan, Ruslan, get these comments. Hey, they shouted your boy out. I didn't get in the comments, but. We're making this now. Ruslan, he's a, he's, a, he's a Christian YouTuber who be doing this thing. For, he's being a comment sometimes. He about to be honest. He wanted to interview you too. The what? He wants to interview you. He wants to interview me? Interview, interview yeah. Why? He has very insightful stuff. Don't worry. It's not like a, he's going to slap you over the head with a Bible thing. If he does. Well, he's good. He's cool. He's cool. Shout out to Abba and Preach for shouting your boy out. All right. That's a, that's a W. We, I, I got to acknowledge it. That's a W. Okay. So um, it's amazing to know that uh, creators you find uh, entertaining, thoughtful, um, funny even know who i am so i'm like 
You just know you don't know who knows. I've reacted to a couple of their videos before, and so I'm 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 extremely humbled. You guys blew up my phone today. Text messages, DMs, Twitter mentions, Discord mentions, all that kind of stuff. So shout out to them. So we're gonna go through this and and and, and try to try to pick it apart uh, holistically. So. Abba preach if you're watching this. Watch till the end of the video, and and then I'll clarify in terms of uh, attempting to you know interview you. I, I I we we have a podcast, so we interview a lot of people. We don't just interview Christian creators. What um, Abba initially is quoting is this chapter in the Old Testament, which is Exodus chapter twenty. And again, you really got to stay till the end of this video for this to make sense. This is the ten. Okay, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You should not steal. This is in the top in the ten commandments. Now what. Abba was also referencing was this passage in Leviticus, okay? This is Leviticus chapter 20, verse 10. If a man commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, both the man and the woman who have committed adultery must be put to death. If a man violates his father by having zugs with one of his father's wives, both the man and the woman must be put to death for they are guilty of capital offense. Okay, so in the Old Testament, Abba is 100% right that this was a capital offense and not all sins were capital offenses. Now, that verse 11, just, just put a pin in that because we're going to come to how the New Testament deals with this for verse 11. So just, just put a pin in that, okay? Because it's really important. Proverbs actually says this in Proverbs chapter six, which is actually, some say where the original influence for the seven deadly sins came from, which I'm going to get to that as well, okay? But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool for he destroys himself. He will be wounded and disgraced. His shame will never be erased. So a man who commits adultery, Old Testament, we're talking capital offense, okay? Proverbs is saying, you're another fool, you're destroying yourself. Now, I wonder if it's saying you're destroying yourself because it's, it's a capital offense, right? You will be wounded. Or if it's when you do this, you destroy your life, you destroy your livelihood, you destroy your family, you destroy your offspring, right? So this is what the 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 this is what the proverbs are saying. Now, if we keep going, uh, we can get to John chapter eight. This is Jesus in interacting with the woman caught in adultery, and they come to him and they're quoting the law to Jesus, teacher. They said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? So here we see in the New Testament that when this woman was caught in adultery, that they bring her to Jesus and they point back to, again, this being a capital offense. And of course, Jesus has mercy on them. Again, in Matthew chapter 5, talks about uh, uh, not committing adultery, but he says, if anyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So Jesus' standard is, hey, you heard it said don't lust. I'm telling you, because that's one of the big 10, I'm telling you, if you lust after a woman, you have already committed adultery in your heart. Now, when it comes to the seven deadly sins, hear me loud and clear, the seven deadly sins, as they're laid out in church tradition, are not laid out in the same way in scripture. They're envy, they're jealousy, and one of them is surprisingly lust. So lust is one of the seven deadly sins. I'm gonna, and there's, again, just, just, just follow with me. There's a reason for that. Why is there a reason for that? It's because Jesus says that lust is the same as adultery in his eyes. This is Matthew chapter 19, verse eight. Jesus said that Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts, but it was not what God had originally intended. And I tell you, 
this, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful. So adultery is committed when divorce happens, but he's saying the only way you can get out of a marriage and, and file for divorce is unless someone's been unfaithful, okay? So adultery is grounds for divorce according to Jesus. So uh, remember this passage that I referenced from Leviticus that Abba also referenced, right? If a man violates his father's wife by having sex with one of his father's wives, both the man and the woman must be uh, put to, to death. They must, must be deleted for they are guilty of capital offense. Now check, check this out. Check out how the New Testament deals with this, right? This is in 1 Corinthians. Now, 1 Corinthians is a book written to the church in Corinth. Okay, and this is what Paul, the apostle Paul, who planted this church, was a was one of the uh, biggest influencers in regards to how Christianity was shaped in the New Testament planting churches. This was this was the apostle Paul writes. He says, "I can hardly believe the report about the immoral, the sex immorality among you, something that even pagans don't do. I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother." Interesting that Leviticus is talking about. A man having zags with his father's wife, which is his stepmother, okay? And he goes on to say, you are so proud, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame, and you should remove this person from your fellowship. So, this type of immorality, zags immorality, is grounds in the New Testament for removal from a fellowship. Paul goes on to explain this. Okay, this is severe stuff. Even though I am not with you in person, I am with you in spirit. And uh, as though I were there, I have already passed judgment on this man. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you must call a meeting of the church. I will be present with you in spirit. And so will the power of our Lord Jesus. Then you must throw this man out and hand him over to Satan. So that his sinful nature will be destroyed and he himself will be saved on the day of the Lord. Your boasting about this is terrible. These folks were boasting. It's probably somebody in the church that has status, okay? He says, your boasting about this is terrible. This is a sickness of the mm. highest order. Hopefully you like that, Abba. Did you realize that this sin is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old yeast by removing this wicked person from among you. Then you must be like a, fat, a fresh batch of dough made without yeast, which is what you really are. Christ, our Passover lamb, has, has been sacrificed for us. So let us celebrate the festival, not like the old bread of wickedness, of evil, but with the new bread of sincerity and truth. When I wrote to you before, now this is important. This is important, Okay. When I wrote to you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin, but I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge in this type of sin or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. You would have to leave this world to avoid people like that. I meant that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer yet indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or worships idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats. Uh, people don't even eat with such people. It isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it is certainly your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will judge those on the outside, but the scripture says you must remove the evil person from among you. So in the New Testament, the, 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 the potential consequences of adultery, specifically sexual immorality in general, this is someone that is committing it with his stepmom, yuck, okay, is to hand him over to Satan, is to give him over and to remove him from the church. A lot of people are like, you know, Jesus and Matthew said, don't judge. Okay, here Paul is saying, it's not your responsibility to judge those in the world. 
It, but when it comes to Christians, when it comes to those in the church, when it comes to people who profess to be Christian, as in the case of Pearly Things and her so-called Christianity and the, the, the man she claims to want to marry and her being okay with a quote-unquote Christian man cheating, this would be grounds for excommunication. This would be grounds for church discipline. This would be grounds for, hey, hand him over to Satan, okay? And when you look at that this chapter and you look in context that it is it is grounds for potentially for someone to be divorced and they not be in adultery, because remember, God, God hates divorce, okay? But when, when someone has committed adultery, it is grounds for the person to leave them and to not be in, in the same adultery that they are in. Why? Why is all this important? Well, check this out. This is the beautiful part about this. If we just go one chapter over, First uh, Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, he explains it all. Why is it so important? This is why it's important. And again, hear me. This is for the person that claims to be a Christian. This is why. Paul writes, verse 12, the very next chapter, he says, uh, uh, you say, and, and the beautiful part about what Paul's doing is he's actually quoting back their own scholars and their own poets and, and, and their own cultural sayings to them, right? You say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. You say food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food. That is true, though someday God will do away with both of them. But you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. Okay? They were made for the Lord. And the Lord cares about our bodies. And God will raise us from the dead by his powers just as he raised our Lord from the dead. This is about the final resurrection in the last days. Don't you realize that your bodies are actually a part of Christ. Should a man take his body, which is part of Christ, and join it to a prostitute? Never. And don't you realize that if a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one body with her. For the scripture says, the two are united into one, but the person who is joined to the Lord is one with him. Run from sexual sin. No other sin is uh, uh, no other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual morality is a sin against your own body. And don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself. For God brought so for God bought you with a high price. You must honor God with your body. Why is adultery such a big deal? Why is lust such a big deal? Because if someone is a Christian, what we believe is, and I know this is crazy to people who are not Christians or even people of other religions, but what we believe is when someone has placed their faith in Jesus and, and recognized that I, 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 am, I, am, I am broken, that, 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 that a part of me feels incomplete, that there's this emptiness inside of me and I recognize that left to my own devices, I am a sinner and, and, and a good judge judges sin properly. When someone recognizes this and they say, I am going to place my faith in Jesus, what, 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 what the Christian believes is that they become born again. And they don't just become born again, but they're born again because the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, enters that person and now you become the temple of God. Now you are no longer a sinner, you are a saint, okay? You, you, you're no longer spiritually dead, you are spiritually alive. This is a miracle. 
And then we believe that God is going to continue the work, that God is going to give us new hearts. We had hearts of stone, the things I used to hate, like church, God, and the Bible, and all these things, I now love. The things that I used to love, sin, sexual sin, being my own God, believing in myself, I, I, I hate those things now. And so God enters my heart, makes me a new creature. The old has passed away. The new has come. I now have a, have a heart of, of, of flesh. I used to have a heart of stone. I now have new desires. God is working in me to, to obey him. And so the reason why sexual sin is so egregious is it because it sins against your own body and your body has the spirit of the living God living inside of us if you've placed your faith in Jesus. So Abba is 100% right. Adultery is one of the worst sins in Christianity. Adultery is liable to get you kicked out of a church, get you excommunicated. I have had friends in my real life who have abandoned their wives and sinned sexually that I have had to cut off. Friends I've known forever because this is this this is such a, a a serious sin that we see it as a capital punishment and yes there's the grace of God in the New Testament but we still see it as something very 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 severe and if you think about the practical implications and you think about how it impacts families how it impacts marriages how it impacts children adultery a lot of times is at the very 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 root of many of our social ills it's why a lot of people never get married. It's why a lot of why, why a lot of families are broken up. It's why a lot of kids grow up with trauma and lose respect for their father or their mother, never able to, to view themselves again. This is such a, a, a crux. But but here is the bad news. It's actually worse than you think. You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery in his heart. That if we look at what the scriptures say, specifically what Jesus said, that the bar is even higher. That the seven deadly sins are actually saying lust is one of them. Not the physical act, the act in the heart. Which means that God's standards are so much higher than ours. God's ways are so much greater than ours. That when, you, when we all look at this verse and we go, wait a minute. So that means that all of us are adulterous. Right? That means that all of us, it, Jesus goes on to say, if you hate, if you hate your brother, you, you've come, you're a murderer. And, and what it does is, what it does is, if you really think about it, 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 it it's almost dis, it's like this despair comes over you because you go, wait a minute, God is so holy, God is so set apart, God is so different that left on my own devices, I'm an adulterous, lying scumbag. That was created in the image of God, but is broken because of sin and how jacked up this world is and how evil this world is. But see, the good news, the good news is that God sees how jacked up we are and how deplorable we are and how, how much of a mess we've made of our lives, how empty we feel. And, and instead of leaving us on our own devices, which he could have done, by the way, instead of leaving us on our own devices, he says, you know what? I'm going to do something about this. They're incapable of dealing with this on their own. No amount of works, no amount of prayers, no amount of good deeds, no amount of charity, no amount of being a good person actually deals with this issue of sin because the wages of sin is death. And so I am going to come in the flesh. I'm going to become one of them. 
I'm going to live the life they couldn't live, die the death they should have died on the cross in the place for their sins. And if they were just to place their faith in me, then they could have eternal life. That's the good news. And it doesn't end there. The good news then goes on that you have the Holy Spirit in you with new desires, with new with a new trajectory for your life. And so Abba's actually 100% right. Adultery is one of the worst things you could do on a societal level, especially in Christianity. But when we go to the scriptures, it's actually worse than we initially thought. That when we go to the scriptures and we look at lust being right up there with adultery, we talk about language and, ah, you know, Abba and preach. They, they're being sacrilegious because they, they said this word or that word. It's actually, Ephesians says, let nothing unwholesome come out of your mouth. Jesus says, we'll give an account for every word. Look at our actions. It contrasts to God's word that we're all guilty and that we desperately need a savior. And that God was good enough to deal with our sin for us, that if we place our faith in him, we're saved and we get new hearts and new desires. That, that, that align with God's ways of living, which by the way, God's ways of living is in our best interest. You don't have to be a Christian to acknowledge that a healthy, stable, nuclear family is actually in the best interest of society. You don't have to uh, be a Christian to acknowledge that uh, being generous and charitable is actually in the best interest of society. You don't have to be a Christian to acknowledge that people who are struggling financially, learning to Im implement what the Proverbs say, live on less than what you make, save up for a rainy day, work your, work your land, right? You don't have to be a Christian to acknowledge that the wisdom of the Proverbs is actually in our best interest and good for humanity. And, and, and all of this is, is this incredible narrative story that, that's weaved together that when you really examine it, it, it just, it clicks, it makes sense. I love that they had this conversation. I love that they had this conversation at the expense of Pearl uh, because I think some of the stuff she says is so dangerous and so combative. And the fact that it's even slightly remotely done in the name of, of God or Christianity is just, it's, it's, it's not okay. And I appreciate Abba and Preach calling them out on it, right? I, I appreciate even a guy like Destiny calling them out on it, how it's not, it's not congruent. When it comes to the quote-unquote worst sin, the sin that's unforgivable, that would be the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. It's actually not self-deletion. It's the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, okay? Um, but adultery is a capital offense. Adultery is one of the few things that can get you kicked out of a church, okay? Get you disfellowshipped, excommunicated. Adultery has terrible ramifications for families, terrible ramifications on the mental health of the person who uh, had adultery committed against them. Um, and, and anyone that's gone through a family member that's that's did this to the other family member will tell you and it, it is it is absolutely deplorable and and abba is right um and so uh hopefully this clears up the issue love you guys appreciate you guys hanging out if you want to partner with us for five dollars a month get all these daily after party streams completely unedited access to our discord we can send video ideas access to our podcast before they go live uh consider partnering with us so we can stay independent answering only to you and never having to take a brand deal and make goofy commercials like these. Our friends at GenuCell Skincare have exciting news to celebrate in 2023. Using Manscaped during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. And that's where Mudwater comes in. True Classic has got your pack. All thanks to the sponsor of today's video, SayMine.com. Established titles is your opportunity to earn the title of Laird lady. Object credit approval rates range from 7.99% APR to 19.99% APR, include a 0.50% auto pay discount. If you don't want
want us to make ads with brands you don't care about, sign up for our online community for as little as $5 a month to keep us independent and ultimately answering to you as our boss. You get all sorts of benefits like daily replays of our after-party streams, exclusive access to our Discord community, and early access to our podcast interviews, all starting for only $5 a month. King Stream Entertainment.